Welcome to the creative side of things. Where we empower and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs to tap into their inner creative. From standing out in saturated markets. To debunking and challenging the status quo. We'll learn firsthand from actual small business owners how they've applied creativity, imagination, and common sense to grow their businesses. I'm Javier, chief creator and founder of High Ground Creative. And I'm Megan, founder and CEO of Chicken Co. Clothing. I'm Gen X and her dad. I'm Gen Z and his favorite daughter. Oh, that's debatable. Well, it's not up for debate. Together, Together we, we are, are creative thinkers, design experts, branding gurus, imagination igniters, and coffee addicts. Keep listening and we'll prove it to you. Hey, you might learn something. Imagine that. Ready? Let's, Let's get, get creative. creative. We are recording. Okay, um, we are back. Um, I, I, I feel, hi Megan. Um, I feel like we haven't been that loyal, but we're going to talk about loyalty. Um, so <laughs> interestingly enough, um, we've been having guests quite a bit recently and uh, we're back at it, Megan and I together. Welcome to the creative side of things where we empower and inspire not just entrepreneurs and business owners, but people, anybody, because yes. everybody's creative. Everybody to really find their inner creative because everyone's creative. Because everyone's creative for sure. And, you know, we do focus on the entrepreneurial sp space and the people with side hustles. There's a lot of people who want to do that, who are doing it. And I think we can hit a large amount of the populations, but there's things that people can benefit from, even if they're not an entrepreneur, but at some point they want to be, or even if they don't have any interest, they have they have professional careers and stuff, but there's things that you can glean and, and take from this to be able to to do better and, and, and excel and solve problems. So hopefully we're Absolutely. value to you. But my, um, uh, to my left here, I have the... the I'm Megan. Megan. And this is, my name is Javier, and we are here for you, and we're excited. Um, welcome back, Right Brainers. We're excited to have you back. And we're, today we're going to get into this, and we're going to do a deep dive. <clears throat> we're going to talk about things that we're very passionate about, but I think also we can bring value to you, um, our, our viewers and our listeners. And, and the topic today of conversation is uh, customer retention and customer loyalty. Um, there's, you know, we, we, we're going to hit all kinds of things here, whether you're service oriented, whether you're business to business or business to consumer or anything between, whether you sell products and wares and widgets or, or, or services. Um, I think we can bring a lot of uh, points of view here. Megan owns a retail kind of a boutique. She sells products. E-commerce. E-commerce for sure. And then she also has a service base because she's also a photographer and yeah. was for many years a wedding photographer, not anymore. She does photography. Lots of repeat clients. So. Of, that's right. And myself uh, being in the marketing uh, communications side of things. And you guys have been so loyal, uh, keeping up with us on social media and uh, listening to every episode. I love when my friends text me, like they're driving to work and they're like, Oh, I'm listening to episode five. So <laughs> thank you guys for being loyal. Yeah. We're excited to be back and to be with you. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're, our we're having so much fun. We have a lot of warm and fuzzies in our hearts and we're so excited that we are bringing value to you because that's what we're here for. But let's get into it. Let's get it. into it. So I'm going to set the tone and then I'm going to, Megan has a lot to say here and I cannot wait for her to share um, her thoughts and experiences. I do have to call um, my dad out because he's not wearing green today and it's St. Patrick's Day. No, but I'm going to, um, I know this is when we're recording it. This will be coming out next week. I still uh, like telling them like when we had the one episode that was like, oh, it's Christmas this right, week. Right, right, right. 
Just kind of giving them a gauge. So you're going to see it next week. Uh, well, when you're seeing this, it's actually going to be a week later. But yes, I'm not worried. That's not However, an excuse. But I am. I am honoring something that's very important. And so let's talk. Because let's, let's show my shirt. Yeah. My shirt. It says the future of the galaxy is female, and it has uh, Princess Leia's like hair buns. Turn, <laughs> let me turn. There we go. I love it. So this shirt we were supposed to wear for a different episode, but it didn't come in time. Right. So, so he's wearing it today. We're still in in, in the tail end of the women's um, month. month history month history, uh, and just you know, we, I think I have three daughters, so. Uh, it's all year round for you. For me, it's all year round. But yes, I think that the world is being taken over in a good way by by ladies and powerful women. And I want to celebrate them with this T-shirt. Princess Leia is an incredible leader. Somebody can 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 uh, from a science fiction can has set uh, an example there of leadership and how to be a, a powerful woman in love and be um, hard when you need to and soft when you need to. So I love and I'm inspired by her. Um, so. <clears throat> Set the tone. Set the tone. So um, I'm going to read you a statement that I have here that I want to read to you, and, I, and we're going to. I want to hear what you got to say about it. Okay, I'm ready. Customer retention and customer loyalty are closely related concepts. So these are very, very, but they're different. Um, they refer to the ability of a company uh, to keep its customers coming back over time, and um, as well as a way to provide more value. Uh, as um, once they're on board, once they're a customer. So we're going to talk about all kinds of things about how do we keep them, how we do that in our business and, and, and bring our points of view, and then also how do we continue to add value as they stay with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's a lot. So go ahead. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> so um, Chica & Co. is my clothing company, and our return customer rate is 44%. And climbing. Oh, hold on. <laughs> so, um, I'm very strong of the opinion of yes, growing is awesome. But if you really look at your numbers, and we've talked about how important numbers are, if you're realizing that a lot of your sales, whether it's service or product, are returning customers, then maybe you need to shift your gears and more aim towards just serving those people well. Because if they leave, if your return customer leaves, then like all your sales are gone. So why are you focusing mm. on getting new people? You know, so those new people are going to come organically um, as long as you're focusing on valuing the people who are showing up uh, right now. In the e-commerce community, um, sales are really crazy, and we're really leaning on our return customers right now to pay our bills. So um, adding value, like you were saying, is really important, and that can be anywhere from, like, customer service to, like, the actual quality of the product to new services that you might not have thought to do before, but you're trying to stand out in a saturated market. Um, So with you, your service, do you have things that you're starting to – put in i know we've been like behind the scenes doing some really cool things for high ground right bringing value yeah i mean that's a big deal um one of the things that i always talk about and you and i have talked about in a previous episode was um community connection and collaboration uh, i think it was the, our first the, one our right first, like yeah topic one yeah um two of those uh, collaboration is something that's different but it, it's part of a team but com- uh, community and connection um i believe very strongly in connecting with my clients, um, people that have been working with me um, 
I get close to my clients. We immerse ourselves with them. We become an extension of their company. And the byproduct is we just get to know each other. You know, I don't mean we go to dinner every every Friday night for all my clients, but there's clients that have actually become really mm -hmm. good friends of mine. Absolutely. Um, but we have a good rapport and a good relationship and a good trust and loyalty and respect. And and, and that's how, I, in a service-oriented world, we... we, we um, we uh, we grow. We we know we continue to bring in new clients, but we make sure we take care of the current ones, and they and we they feel heard, and they also feel value. You said value several times, and yes, you're a person that I've seen and witnessed how much you value your your tribe, your community, your customers. You don't see them as transactional. You build relationships. They know you, mm -hmm. and and that keeps them coming back. And yeah, you still deliver. You have to deliver the the product. You have Absolutely. to deliver. It has to be good, right? It has to be good, and it is. And but on top of that, the value you add is you, and and, and the fact that you build a community. And loyalty can be built in bad situations as well. How you handle when you mess up. Um, if I I've delivered a product that I didn't realize, like in the manufacturing situation, like got damaged, but I didn't notice and I shipped it to a customer. So um, loyalty can come from mistakes and how I handle that situation right. and fix it instead of being upset with the customer for calling me out. Right. Um, you put yourself on the other side, you draw a line and you're on there, that side instead, instead of empathizing. Respond, don't react. Re react yeah. privately. Um, I'm a ask, <laughs> used to say I should be a lawyer because I'm very defensive. <laughs> and it's just because I'm passionate about what I offer. So I get like offended if I mess up even though it's my fault. So sometimes like learning the e-commerce um, the past six years, I've had to really like check myself and step back and okay, how can I fix this? And then respond because if I respond immediately, I might sound a little bitter and I don't mean to be, I just get So there's a lesson there. And offended. That's <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with my clothes? How dare you? Come on. But I'm like, no, no, I get it. I'm sorry. So, um, and yeah, I, and they want to be heard and by, yeah. by having that conversation, they feel heard and they feel value and everything else. So we talked about, uh, you talked about offering good products um, you know, so that's something obviously you have to deliver for us. We don't have widgets we sell. We actually, um, you have digital products, we have digital products that have our, to be our, good. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, delivering on that and, uh, all the time is important because that's reflects on us, but also we're doing it for them. We're not building a portfolio in my company. We're actually helping our clients grow when they grow, we grow and, 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 and but that's, the, you know, for us here with the podcast, our product has to deliver. We, you know, we're hoping that this, what you're listening has value to you that you can apply it in that. So we're always talking about how can we be better? How can we make it better? How can we add more value to our listeners? Yeah. And to our people so watching? ask your customers. That's a big one. So getting feedback from your customers or potential customers is a great way to build that loyalty and value um, reviews, whether they're good or bad, get good or bad using them. Um, to positively affect your business, if that made any sense. But if you get a bad review, um, see why that happened, mm. reach out to the customer, make it right. If you get a good review, really utilize that. Um, I feel like reviews can really sell something more than me. Like if a customer is sharing a shirt they bought, then I think I it's going to sell better than if I'm just, they're just taking my word for it. Right. They're like, oh, this person actually did buy it and likes it, and so I'm going to buy it. And you see that, for example, on Amazon, you know, you look down on the reviews. And the I stars, always look at reviews, yeah. But it says yeah. qualified or, or like approved purchase. You know, sometimes people might put a review and they didn't buy it, but when you see somebody actually purchase a product and they have, they have credibility in their review. And the, in the restaurant, like, community, reviews a, are really huge. 
Now that's just another conversation, but I'll bring it in there and we can just touch on it a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of, on the flip side, a customer's, and people have weaponized uh, reviews and used it as mm -hmm. a way to get what they want to. And that's something that maybe we can talk about in another that's thing. True. But it's really frustrating because but at the same time, sometimes in, in uh, uh, right is right and wrong is wrong, but we have to see which fight we're going to, you know, which hill we're going to die on. So if yeah. somebody uh, unfairly kind of uh, does a review and that ha doesn't happen to us yet, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, but there, we, I have clients who that's happened and it's not justified, but that's the perception is they did wrong. I saw on on TikTok this uh, restaurant got a bad review, but it was completely unfair. So they took the review and put it on all of their merchandise. And they just like screenshotted right. it and then put it on all the the employees shirts and it got them like so much positive Insane. feedback. Insane. So I thought that was Here's really one funny. thing I'm going to I'm going to actually Cuz it was like a Karen comment. Okay, okay. And I'm, I'm going to brag on you. Okay. Because How about it? Um I don't have, I mean, we've been in business for a little over two years. We have several dozen clients and we've had overall close to close to 40. So, but what we do is, you know, we handle marketing communications for our clients. So it's heavy stuff like ongoing retainers and things like that. You have a lot of customers. You have a lot of people who have purchased one thing or several things. I seen this happen where somebody comes in, makes uh, a negative comment. And before you can react, mm -hmm. your, your community <laughs> Has come in and defended or the you. the spam accounts that pretend to be me uh -huh, right right but but the thing is even from a a, a comment standpoint that i don't even have to worry about you don't it. have to worry about it. that's the sign of an incredible thing now uh on a review when it comes to google or something like that that has a lot of more weight to it from a perspective of negative if somebody puts it in there because yeah, it hurts you it really does your your you know the perception and even the, the facebook page stars yeah. really bring you down it does it does and that so you do want to take care of those things. And one of the things I say from a public relations standpoint, you don't have an argument with somebody on the newsfeed. Mm. Uh, you take it offline, you make your case, you present the truth. And if you haven't, if you have done wrong, rectify it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you take care of it, but take care of that. Like, you know, when I've seen that and I've, and I've counseled clients in this where when, it, you know, don't answer right away, reach out to them directly, try to fix it, try to make right on it. And then what happens is many times part of the negotiation, once that's taken care of is, can you please go back to the review and change it? You don't have to put, give us a five, but you can change it from a one to something yeah. else. And as far as value, I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. Like take a step forward more than the bare minimum of fixing something. So I, mm. something really, I have a very small example. Um, someone bought a straw topper. Um, if you're on the video, there are these cute little thingies for your straw. <laughs> so you don't get a fly in your drink in the summer or whatever. Nice. Um, someone bought one. I ran out of that style, totally miscounted. Instead of just refunding her, I refunded her and I gave her a different one as a freebie, um, as an apology. So I'll do that sometimes where if someone bought like a skirt, um, I'm out of that size and that's my fault for miscounting. I'll give them a size that's different for free that I know that's going to fit them. And I put like an apology. And a lot of times I'll, I'll get an email that's like, thank you for doing that. Like you could have just refunded me, but you went above and beyond to fix it. Right. And it's, that's more, I'm not saying which one is better or worse, but it has, there's actually more weight to that when it's not part of the negotiation, when they mm -hmm. don't, you, you make right, they're satisfied. And then you didn't, you didn't, you, you, you sent it without them expecting it. Yeah, I didn't expect a thank you or no. even them to notice that I did that. Right. It's and just That goes a long way. That goes yeah. a long way. Uh, and that just shows the type of business owner you are and the type of person you are. 
Um, all right, so this is we're we're doing well here. I think we're in a really good pace. I love talking. About uh, <laughs> so let's talk about customer experience, because a lot of times we talk about uh, in marketing we talk about touch points. Touch points is the customer experience for, from my perspective starts at even before we even talk to them. They see a, a vehicle wrap with our, our mm-hmm. messaging, a, a, an ad. That starts the customer experience as we drive them closer to us and help them make that decision. They make the decision, but we present a case to choose us over somebody else. We just communicate. And you, have to, you have to make sure you're not uh, rage driving because you're like branded. Oh my God, I know because I, <laughs> I have a vehicle wrap. So people, I get people texting me like, hey, there, you know, I saw you in the red light. And yeah. so, so I can't, I have to keep it. You have to be nice. It keeps, it keeps me. You like flip someone off. They're like a client. But, but what <laughs> Can a second. You Let's, I am not an angry guy. So I don't have road rage. However, I've had fi- uh, moments in my mind that I'm like, I wish I could have done this. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that, we digress. Yes. But the customer experience goes all the way there. Now, with retail or e-commerce, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, you know people add to cart. They leave. They see the stuff. So, so there's always those are called touch points. Mm-hmm. So tell us just whatever comes out from your mind about your customer experience. How how do you th- how do you think about it? How often? How what's that part of your your workflow as you kind of build your for me, as a e-commerce, it's the um, experience of opening the package. If you order from Amazon, sure, it gets to you in a day, but it's in a white poly mailer. It's dirty. It's nasty. There's no... It's just the way it is. <laughs> so <laughs> with Chica & Co., when you order, I get tagged uh, for unboxings all the time just because they thought it was cute. Um, so my poly mailers are branded, and that's supporting a small business. Yeah, it helps. Um, then there's inserts, which explains the return policy. So there's no email questions. They know exactly how that works. There's a business card, usually a freebie. I throw in, like, something free. Or, like, if I have a new product um, and one of my girls who shops, like, literally once a week i won't call her out but (laughs) she's a shopper and i love her so i'll like throw in something and i'll be like i'll leave a note and say this is a new product i'm working on let me know what you think and it hasn't even been released yet she loves getting those so um i just love customer experience like the physical experience um the packaging and all that yeah because i don't care if you throw it away i just want you to have a good time like opening your package and i've seen them They're, they're, they're gorgeous it's so much fun so i think we need to start a group um Hi, my name is Javier, and I'm a Chicaholic. <laughs> Chicaholic. <laughs> I'm writing that down. <laughs> um, uh, 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 Chicaholic Anonymous, how can I help you? <laughs> so this whole topic goes into community, which we have already talked plenty about. Check out that episode. But I have a private Facebook group, and that's another way I mm. keep my loyal customers. Um, they help me pick out what to buy next. They name things. I did a giveaway where whoever won, I named my product after them. Um, I don't care like if they that. buy it. It's just named after them and it's fun. Am I the only guy in that whole thing? I, You and then I think, I feel like Uncle Lewis is in there too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's family guys. Now, now I don't troll you. So you know, you see, I never kind of comment because I just yeah, don't yeah. want to get in. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> Um, but it is most it's but probably guys 95% are welcome. it's just yeah 90 women uh, it's a lot of ladies in there and the, you know i love and that abu. <laughs> yeah abu's our uh, it's uh my grandma my, my mom mamita and her grandmother um <clears throat> no this is really good stuff so um so, so i know i have a lot of e-commerce things i can go into services as well because i know there's both sides i mean well the, your experience i've seen because like, um i've seen you evolve into what you're doing and you take you put a lot of thought into everything from the packaging to when they open it, even though you're not there, that's part of their customer experience. And one of the things I want to say, as we talk to you guys, 
is please, uh, I don't know how that fits in your business, but look at every step of the way that, you know, put yourself and have go through uh, and, uh, a cust- be a customer and see yeah, think of through that's it. a great point um, pretend you're the customer we actually are one of our favorite movies you and I is the intern with right. um, what's her name uh, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Really and we good. use it with Chicken Call all the time we talk about it there's a scene where she wants to make sure her product is really well like well done so she ships it she buys as a customer and has it shipped to her house to see if her staff properly packaged it um and they didn't so then she goes to the factory and she's like hey this is how i want the experience to be and i just love that scene because her company has grown so big in that movie but she still makes sure the details are good right and that's a that's so big because um i call that the disney details i like that um that is such a good example disney the disney details there's details that you might not notice but they're there and what and when when people notice, they realize they put this amount of effort into the minutia, and that in turn makes the customer experience better. You see little details, the mouse ears, the, you know. There's things you can argue that do they really need that etching or that thing in that mm-hmm. in that in that staircase banister in that corner in that trash can? Well, I would I say there is uh because if i know it's there then that's good enough but i know somebody will notice but it it helps the customer experience the end goal with your customer is that they feel appreciated whether they're whether they're buying from you or not i always go like i make sure they know that even if they just comment or are like showing up online that i appreciate them they don't have to buy something for me to appreciate them being around that's good yeah Yeah. because you have people that haven't purchased from you but they they, but they might or yeah you never know so um so how do you megan santana chica um do you do you have any loyalty programs yes i have a rewards program um (laughs) i have a rewards program and um that's just (laughs) a fun like incentive for shopping you it's kind of like starbucks points you're gonna get points for shopping you're gonna get points for it being your birthday um and you can use those for like 10 to 20 dollars off it's super fun there's also a um program within that that if they uh refer someone to me they get points as well so it's just like helping us build the community and i only want uh, aside from me doing it i want my customers to find me customers because if i like Mm. my customers are my ideal customers so whoever they recommend are more of my ideal customer so i that's why like quality is so important because yes you know having more shoppers would be awesome but if they weren't truly my ideal client i don't really want them yeah, i want them to appreciate chica and co it's interesting no and I, I love that because um i can hear it in your voice how much you really care about that and it's important what you're doing is you're building this loyalty and this and the and your raving fan and that they're that going to just tell the world about you mm-hmm. in a good way um here's one example that i just realized that i thought about of how not to do it and and Everybody's seen this because at some point they've been affected by this company or know somebody. Comcast. <clears throat> Comcast spends more money and time into acquisition. Remember, we talked about today is retention and loyalty, not acquisition. Acquisition is getting new customers, which obviously you have to build your business. We give you discounts, all kinds of stuff. I've been a customer loyal for years, and we don't get any type of breaks. Actually, they actually raise their rates when somebody who has never been a customer. So they have to call and threaten them to leave, that you're going to leave to go to, you know, Dish Network or whatever, or whatever these, you know, something else. 
uh, for them to, 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 and you have to negotiate and go through this whole voicemail. You have to like try hell. and be heard. Yeah, exactly. And they don't, and at the end of the day, it's more of a threat and, and, and that's when they value. Um, anyway. Netflix is also a what not to do. They just randomly decided you can't like share your password with anyone and that's killing them. Right, it is. We're like, okay, we're going to go to Peacock then. Like, <laughs> exactly. like buy Netflix. Yeah. Netflix doesn't care about anyone anymore. No, because they're trying. Yeah, exactly. And this is the they're problem. They're not adapting. They're yeah. like, and that's what happened with Blockbuster. And the thing is, that's, they came in and people are seeing, they're the big king now. They're mm-hmm. the bu- Blockbuster of that time. And, exactly. you know, the, hopefully they'll, they'll switch gears and actually realize right. that they're not the only um you know people, people are like town. in this economy you're gonna say i can't share my password not everyone can afford netflix every month exactly <laughs> so um who, who knows what the verdict's gonna be there but the, the the market will always dictate this but but if you go back to you mr business mrs business owner you have control you can only control the controls you control how you can control how you react to things and how you treat your clients the way you treat your customers megan is very um you know, inspiring because it, it's a model of how you sh- should do that. I do that with my clients. I try, I, I value, we, we build relationships. I had a situation this morning and we're not going to name who they are, who um, there was a misunderstanding in regards to something that we had given them. And then there was an email interchange and the email interchange, something was misunderstood. Uh, instead of continuing that conversation over email, I called this morning, this, this customer, they didn't answer. I left them a three minute voicemail uh, owning it and, 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 but also not leaving it there saying this, I, I, I'll call you back so we can, mm-hmm. about an hour later, he calls me and we have the conversation within 20 minutes. There was no issue. We're in a, actually in a better place. He appreciated me reaching out to them and, and taking care of it immediately. Um, there were some things that were misunderstood by them and then some things that we did that I owned, um, and, and took responsibility for it. And now our relationship and bond and, and trust is built here. And now we're better than we Yeah. Did. The customer so, isn't always right, but you set the tone yeah. for how you handle it handle either it. way. Correct. Correct. Um, okay. So let me, um, um, I can, while you do that, I'm going to share a few quick ways you can keep that loyalty and bless your customers. Um, for me, uh, coupons, I feel like you can do that for both service and product, um, doing coupons, freebies, um, the loyalty program, uh, giveaways. One of my favorite ways to do a giveaway is a free cup of coffee on Chico and Co. So, um, believe it or not, it's really simple. You just screenshot your barcode on Starbucks app or Dunkin' Donuts app, and then you post it online and people can scan it at the drive-thru. It's a really fun way to like give back and you end up getting sales from it because people like will like take a picture with their coffee tag you and then their followers who might not know who you are are like hey you got a free cup of coffee from a business who's this business (laughs) and they're like oh she sells cute stuff let me buy and it's like a a positive chain reaction i like that i like and it's it's um you don't expect anything you're just doing this because you love them and you want to reward them um um i'm going to do something this summer and now that i'm going to let the cat out of the bag we're going to do something at the office. I know no, n- most of our clients are within driving distance. We do have, and we'll continue to grow clients that are, you know, that are in other states. Um, you know, I'm going to find ways to kind of um, do th- stuff for them. But locally, what we want to, what we're going to be doing, we we have a w- big warehouse here, Hagar and Creative, um, where we, you know, industrial space. It's a 1,500 square feet, 30 by 50 by 18, really nice, big, huge garage store. We're going to have burgers and coffee this summer. 
And people ask me, why the heck do you want to combine this? Why not? <laughs> because I, <laughs> I said like so. beef and I like coffee. <laughs> they can have other they things with it, yeah, but well, coffee is kind of the whole thing that we thrive we on. We do, we do. It's Instead of breaking bread, we break beans. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're going to get a barbecue. We're going to open up the thing in a nice warm day. And probably every a few times a month, we're going to open it up and yeah. have our clients come out and have a meal with us. And we're and hoping to do that with you guys. Um, yes. Meet up with you guys would be awesome. Yeah, too, we want to so. start doing some meetups in the, in the future. We'll do something, uh, events as we continue to grow our audience that we can actually meet you face to face. Um, so, yeah. So this is some things we're always talking about. Okay, so let's keep moving here. Um, gosh, this is good stuff. Yeah, I always got something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, talked, you talked earlier about feedback. Anytime you, you can do that, ask. Uh, you, we have blind spots, so it's good to know. How do you keep customers? For, they want to be heard, so ask them. And, and then don't argue. Let them uh, tell you what they think and then take that the right way and make adjustments as necessary. Do you have any about feedback, any, any input? Yeah, feedback's really important, um, especially from a product standpoint. If I really like a piece uh, and I'm so excited to sell it and then I share it in my private group and they all hate it, I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm just not going to sell it then because I know you guys aren't going to buy it. Um, so I respect their opinion. And a lot of times, like, if it's between two colors, I'm glad I asked them because the one I thought was going to sell, no one wants. They're like, no, I want this color. And then I, I respect that and I, that's what I order. Uh, that's that's good um uh and you've been very successful with that process um they like being heard that way like mm -hmm. essentially they're shopping what they're gonna shop okay they help me pick what to bring in to okay. the store and you see like this is product oriented i mean my business is business to um business to business we we do services so you know we it, it, hopefully you glean so you take some things off from this that can help you for myself I think the biggest way that I keep customers and loyalty with my clients is to build trust. And the way to build trust is to over communicate. We always, always, I preach this. Uh, it's, it's, it's part of our culture. We're accessible and we we're responsive and we're not perfect, but we own it when we mess up. Um, and we learn from that. Um, this situation that I mentioned earlier about the, my client uh, exposed what happened. They, there was validity for them being frustrated. I exposed some cracks in our processes. I brought in two of my team that, that are part of this. There was no fault. There was nobody did anything on purpose or by, but wrong. And we, we talked about it and we identified wh what part of our process uh, is a fault. And then we make adjustments and then we learn and that's how we grow. And so we continue to adapt. Chica and Co. To used adopt. to not be as size inclusive as we are now. And that was a learning curve. It wasn't necessarily a decision that I didn't want to be size inclusive. Um, a few years ago, it was really hard to find that in the wholesale community. Now I'm finding new connections that allow us to offer extra small to 3XL. And yes, it's a little bit more pricey for us to, um, you know, invest. However, I feel so happy about it because my girls are just like oh my god you have a swimsuit in 2x thank you and i'm like got you don't worry about it i love that or yeah. if they're like they feel oh my gosh target doesn't even have extra small and i can't help that i'm a double zero i'm like i got that for you too it goes both ways that is compassionate capitalism i've heard that term so if, before if i'm suffering a little bit financially but eventually it's going to pick up i'm just happy to do it because i want to be inclusive in every way right and, and and it has to make sense for your business but you're the fact that you're aware of it and you make adjustments because why not right mm -hmm. so why why not be inclusive you know um 
you know, there's people that want to be niche, and if they want to be niche, that's fine. But I, I like the fact that you cater to to any type of lady, regardless of their size and and, yeah. their, and their age. Um, you know, one thing I want to, I think we're almost there at a good wrap up. But I, there's something I want to bring up, and I'm, I, again, I'm going to give you kudos, but it's going to be a right a nice way to end this conversation. Um, so you, I've noticed something you do, and and you show your customers how that garment mm. can be used Styling. In, di- in different different ideas. So you're technically educating your customers to how to get the most out of their products or services. Tell me a I do about educate that. a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually just did a try-on session yesterday, and I am so big on, like, sizing. doesn't matter. It's just whatever works for you. So I'll, like, take a piece. Let's say we only have one Excel left. I'll wear it. I'm like, so if you're small or a medium, this is how it fits and you can wear it oversized or you can, if you wear a 2X, then you can wear it true to size. So I will like, I never want to assume, and I'm talking to people listening to, don't ever assume your customer or your ideal customer knows what you sell or knows how to use it. Always like re-educate because something as simple as like, telling someone they should wear these shoes with that dress, a lot of people need that help. And I always forget that it doesn't come organically to everyone. Right. Um, it comes naturally to you. But and not same with you know, what you, you do. What do. You have to, like, you might have to explain what a JPEG is to someone. No, we, like, we, 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 you we, don't assume or, or make them feel bad for not con- knowing. No, absolutely. We, we, we love to educate our clients to self-serve. I don't mm-hmm. want, I don't, uh, in my business, I don't need to be everything to everybody. We're here as an extension of, of their company, but we're here to not only not just done for you, we can do things for you, but we also, we like it also when we can assist and educate and help them self-serve and what, and when we do the heavy lifting, yeah, that dynamic, it's powerful. But when you're doing is you're empowering them to use that product more effectively and do and it to, be creative and to be creative in their outfits, in their outfits. On, on because you can show your personality through clothes. Um, and you can have so much fun with it. I was telling them like this t-shirt dress. I was like, if you don't like how t- uh, t-shirt dresses fit on you, I brought out my fabric cutter and I was like, chop it, make it into a shirt. <laughs> there you go. That's very good. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, we're not, um, we're marketers in what I do and we are salesmen at heart. We are salesmen <laughs> I will heart. sell Trevor says that I can sell ketchup to a lady in white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can. Like, Here's, let me show you how to do that. And he also but, says I'm like a bull in a China shop. Cause I'm really clumsy. So <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Um, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> I'm so, okay. But I haven't spilled coffee in here yet. And he spilled coffee all, almost all over everything the other time. So <laughs> I, I, I try to beep you, but it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> you try to block it out. <laughs> but this was such an educational video for was, me as well. Was. Like I want to kind of re go through my website as a customer and make sure it's user friendly. Okay. No, no, for sure. For sure. Now, and it's, it, and again, touch points and everything else. So we can summarize this, provide customer, uh, excellent customer service, uh, offer high quality, uh, products and services Ask for reviews, Ask for reviews, personalize your customer experience, Reward loyalty if you want to solicit feedback. Get to know what what's going on. You don't know how can you fix it, right? So ask. Create yeah. a sense of community. It doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. Create mm-hmm. a sense of community. Uh, continuously innovate. Try to build things. Sort of see how how can you think make that customer experience better. Just adapt and and grow. Um, foster the positive um, your association with other brands. If you have a strong brand, 
uh, that's something actually we didn't talk about, but just understand the emotions that your brand communicates out there and just make adjustments and see how people if respond If you're feeling it. off, don't go on social media because it's going to show through. It's okay to share your hardships, but if you're going to be really grumpy and stuff, right. maybe just take a break for a day because Chica & Co. were like yellow positive, happy. Yeah, very peppy. So that's what we want to <laughs> give off. Um, so as far as asking your customers for feedback, ask them what um, adjectives describe your brand to them. And mm. if you're noticing that the words that you're getting aren't what you want, you might need to shift your gears a little bit. Right. And be open. Don't be defensive because yeah. this is constructive. Um, how can we be, get better? Like how when you think be of XYZ company, what do you think yeah. of? What are we good at? What are we, what, what, what where could we improve? Yeah. And then just, yeah. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. You don't have to interact. You don't have to debate. You just inhale it. One thing uh, is when you find a pattern of the same thing, mm. you might want to look at a little more. Because mm -hmm. if you're hearing these people, there's not if a conspiracy against you. multiple things, mm. multiple people say the same right, thing. Right, right. You, then you're like, oh, crap. Now, if you're still mad about that, be mad at yourself. Check yourself first. I've been yeah. there. I'm not trying to preach at you people. Uh, I'm just letting you know that it, uh, I've been there. You know, sometimes I have to look inside and see what's going on here. What what's what else is happening uh, when I react? So uh, we we talked a lot about a, a lot of things. Is there anything that we left? You might no, I'm out. really happy with everything. Okay. Uh, a good, a funny example though is when uh, mom told you to stop touching the mic. You didn't get defensive. You're like, okay, okay, okay. And you know what my criticism from mom was? Nothing. She said I was so funny. <laughs> we did say that story. She looks at the she looked at the first. Uh, we said it, but I'm gonna say it again. We she saw the first episode. She sat there and, and she saw the whole thing, and she paused, and she goes, "Megan's really funny." <laughs> that was her first critique. And then after that, she goes, "Javi, you talked you touched the microphone quite a lot." And I'm like, "I can I get some validation? Can I get <laughs> somebody like, to am tell I me funny?" <laughs> I love it. And she goes, of course you are. I'm like, yeah, I believe you now. So, <laughs> But if you guys uh, have any critiques for us so far, yeah, please, let's we'll discuss. try and take it uh, nicely. But we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Um, Thank you. you can follow us on uh, lots of places, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the creative side of things. And you can listen to us on Amazon, um, Spotify, and Come I always on. say Shopify, so yeah. that's why I started. Um, Google. Google Amazon, and Apple Podcasts, Apple. and I said Amazon. So. And on YouTube. And YouTube. So oh, yeah, if you you can listen or you can watch. I would encourage you to watch. Sometimes he puts really funny edits in there. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've noticed, Megan's been taking over the Instagram reels, and I put uh, Kermit the Frog over my dad it was really funny. i love it. i thought th those were fantastic so thank, thank you for you. taking those i just had to throw some memes in there editing the, the full episode it takes quite a bit of time to appreciate you yeah so uh, uh aside from that and let's let's send them out go ahead and let's get creative let's get creative go create something <laughs>